Good morning, students, and welcome back to another episode of Armor Class. My name is Derek, and I will be your headmaster. Last week, we spent the day with Bash, the lovable half-orc from the Orcish tribes of Orcadia Forest, and this week we'll be meeting Eliana Vixen, the feisty and strong-willed half-elf daughter of an Armor Class alumni. Before we get into the episode, I do want to say that when this episode was recorded, we had a full studio. So there is definitely evidence of background noise, and at one point, even a phone goes off. I've done my best to edit it out, uh, but some of it is there and mingled with the content uh, that I didn't want to remove. So apologies in advance. Uh, I hope it's not too distracting, but this episode has a lot of emotional energy, so we hope you enjoy it nonetheless. Remember to do the whole like, follow, subscribe thing if you're enjoying Armor Class. And with that being said, we will get into the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. We're on a journey to discover what we're made of in a world that we don't know. Humble beginnings to the grandest of adventures to show. Is calling our names, and we will cross that horizon into brighter days. We will stand in the face of defeat so we can rise up above the mistakes that we've made to believe in the good that we see. As the world keeps on turning in the wind. So today we are here with uh, Emily and Colin. We are going to be doing their solo episodes for Eliana and Renduin. Um, and we are also in the studio. We have the rest of our cast of Armor Class who are going to be sitting and listening in. Uh, but we only have microphones with Emily and Colin today. So uh, Colin, can you go ahead and introduce us to you and your character? Uh, sure. Uh, hi, <laughs> I'm Colin. Um, I play a lot of D and D and uh, read a lot of comic books. That's basically what I do. Um, but I play Renduin, uh, a little bit of a half elf. He's just a you know he's just a a spoiled rich kid uh, that doesn't have any sort of grasp on the real world yet. So that's kind of what I went for. And we'll see how it goes. Fantastic. Renda Wynn is going to be commentating here first with uh, Emily's episode. Emily, can you go ahead and introduce us to you and your character? I'm Emily. Uh, my character is Eliana. She's a half-elf. She lives with her mom alone. She had a you know a, a dad that died, got attacked. but how, how, did he, how did he die? He was attacked by a minotaur and killed. Ooh. Oh, death yeah. by minotaur. Yeah, that, I hate to see it. Yeah, Yeah, and she's kind of vengeful about it and wants to you know learn more to be able to de defend any more of her family that could get hurt so she wants to go to school and you know 
that Learn. she wants to go to school. She wants to go to the same school her father went to, right? Yeah, she went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Keeping her, it in the family. Oh my god. Hey, take that out. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily's father, uh, Emily is playing a character Eliana, who is a legacy to Armor Class. Uh, her father attended, and she has grown up in an adventuring family. Um, unfortunately, she, on one of those adventures, she tagged along with her father, and he did not return. I just want yeah. to say super cool concept, the whole legacy. Yeah. Like her father being a student. Mm-hmm. Really, really, I'm really excited to see where that goes. Me it's too. really cool. Yeah, so a lot of the teachers are going to rec- be familiar with her and her family. Oh, yeah, and... you have a little bit of a... Uh, a track record. A stigma, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. It's going to be very fun. So, uh, Eliana, you wake up in the midst of your quilt work bed dressings in a in your bedroom that you're f- very familiar with light streams in through a window through your your sheer curtains uh you see little dust particles floating around in the light as you uh open your eyes and it is a normal day for you as you live at home with your mother and your you live in kind of a suburbs off of a a village there's usually quite a bit of travel through this village um it is a sort of like more or less a highway post along a trade route. And so lots of people come and go. You see a lot of things. You meet a lot of people. Um, what are you going to do? How are you going to go about and enjoy your day? Um, I think first I want to go down to the shops and look around and see what's going on down there. All right. So as you are waking up, you're coming downstairs. You, uh, your your mother's there in the kitchen. Uh, do you do you greet her at all? Yeah, I tell her good morning. She's making breakfast, and she uh, tells me, you know, it'll be done by the time I get back and stuff. Yeah. So as as you're saying good morning to her, you you come downstairs and she, um, you catch her kind of sniffling. She's like. <laughs> Wiping her eyes, she, uh, you, you get the sense this is this is not an uncommon way for you to find her, um, especially as you're approaching the anniversary of your father's death. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she wipes her eyes real quick, real quick, real quick. Your mom, your mom is not a duck. Uh, <laughs> she wipes she wipes her eyes real quick, and she goes, oh, "Good good morning, Eliana. How how did you sleep?" Uh, as good as any night, not very well. Yeah, uh, no more nightmares. Not as not as much. Not as much. That's good. How about you? Uh, I think I slept. You think? I think. Yeah. I I I don't feel as bad today as I have in 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 the past. Well, that's good. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, and she goes back to like really intently preparing food. Um, and she says, what, what are your plans today? Are you heading out? Yeah, I think I'm going to go down to the shops and look around and see what they have. And she says, okay, well, just do me a favor and stay close to town, okay? okay Don't I'll venture do too best. far off. I'll do my best. Okay, and with that, you can walk out of your house. And as you walk out, you uh, see that your house is kind of... Uh, it's a wood-built like cottage on top of a cobblestone uh, foundation. 
Um, there's a couple small piles of hay around. There's a fence that lines around the back of your home. There's a couple sheep. You've got like a horse uh, and a little stable barn thing over on the other side. Um, all stuff you're very familiar with. You're very familiar with this kind of life, this uh, rural lifestyle. Uh, but everything is also set up to be somewhat transient to where you can, you know, leave freely and then come back with. You don't have too much in the way of like static possessions that can't travel with you and your family. Okay. So. Um, you get on the path and you, uh, start heading into town. Tell us uh, some of the things, things that you see, some of the favorite parts about your, your home and your area. My favorite, one of my favorite shops, which is pretty unexpected is the flower shop down there. There's a woman that grows her own flowers and picks it and makes bouquets and my mom loves it. So I think I'm going to stop and get her a bouquet of flowers. Fantastic. So that's the plan. So as you're walking into town, you see some of those fields that they, the owner of the flower shop tends and you see the, the flowers and everybody, everybody here knows that they're not just like, I mean, they're kind of gated, they're kind of protected, but they are still, everything's rural. Um, so you see it and it's probably one of your favorite sites as you're walking in, you know, you're going to stop there and I guess try to get your mom some flowers. Yeah. She's you feeling, she, she's feeling pretty down. It's I one of those tell. rough days. Yeah. 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 So get through uh, the kind of my dad all he's got her before, so maybe that'll be. Aww, absolutely so heartbreaking. Sweet. Sentimental. I know, right? Every time he came back from an adventure, he yep. got her flowers. Mm. Yep, that's tragic. What was your dad's name? Stewart. 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 Awesome. Love Rip it. Rip Stew, you know. <laughs> A good old Stewie, adventuring, God. adventuring prodigy. No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he was a Stewart the second. Stewart the second. Wow. I love it. All right. So poor Stuart the second. Um, so yeah. So as you're walking into town, you take note of the flowers. You start seeing some of the shops. You see the tavern. Uh, there's a small like a small like village building. It's definitely not like it, it. It stands in representation of like a city building, but it's just not. It's not that big. Like this is right. a small trading village. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you see some carts set up. Some people are selling food. Some people are, uh, you know, setting up their wares and their carts. And uh, you see the flower shop. Is that where you're headed now? Yep. That's where I right. go in and greet the, the greet the woman. We greet every time. Okay. So you you enter the flower shop, and uh, the old woman. They're tending some flower arrangements, greets you. She says, welcome to... Does this does this flower shop have a name that you know of? Bonnabelle's Bouquets. Works for me. Welcome. That's a good one. Welcome to Bonnabelle's Bouquets. That's her name. Perfect. Yes, I'm You're Bonnabelle. Welcome. You're welcome. Yep. What, what, <laughs> how can I help you today? I'm here to get some flowers. I'm going to look around first, though, and see if you have the ones that... I want to grab real quick. Okay, well, we have many flowers. Now I have to look up flowers. Take a look. Take a look. See what we've <laughs> got. We have these very pretty chrysanthemums. We have very pretty lilies. We have very pretty tulips. We have very pretty 
Roses. We have very pretty Venus flytraps. Venus flytraps. We have very pretty. Do you have irises? We do. We do have very <laughs> pretty, very pretty irises. <laughs> much That's like, much like yours, dear. Is she hitting on you? No, they're just like your eyes. They're very pretty. Well, very thank pretty you. irises. She's hitting on you. I feel flattered either way. She's <laughs> very old, and Eliana is very. Uh, I'll uh, take she's anything. very old. Eliana's <laughs> very young. I thought you said she's very old, and Eliana's very ugly. No, <laughs> like, very Yo. young. Yes. Very. I was go. just saying it in her voice, yeah. and I was did mean to say it in her voice. Uh, so yes, yeah, we have the uh, the very pretty irises right over here. We have them in four colors. We have yellow. We have purple. We have blue. We Red. have white. Ooh. White, white, yellow, purple, blue, white. Can I get purple and white? Please? You absolutely can get purple and white. Perfect. How many would you like? What a uh, four of each. Four of each. Purple and white. Yes. All right. And she goes. Thank you. And she, she gets them up. She puts in some like baby's breath and uh, some like little eucalyptus sprigs. Makes a nice little bouquet and ties them up for you and wraps them in paper and hands them to you. She says, here you go, dear. Will there be anything else? No, that's it. Perfect. Uh, that'll be a silver piece. Here you go. She takes it and she looks at it. She says, very good. Thank you very much. You have a lov lovely day. You too. Lovely day. Thank you. Come again <laughs> to Bonnabelle's bouquets. Very pretty time. <laughs> very pretty and smelly. Very smells very nice. Yes. Good smelly. And then you open the door <laughs> and you leave. And there's a little bell that dings, and and you're back into the the street of your your town there. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Colin Payne. Though you may know me better as Ren here on Armor Class, I've interrupted this fine broadcast to post you a question: What is the sweetest sound in the world? Close your eyes and really try to imagine it. Maybe it's the breeze on the ocean, or a beautiful symphony. Perhaps even the voice of someone you hold very close to your heart. Touching, isn't it? Mmm, it is. But it's wrong. Incorrect. Whatever you just thought of, it's not it, Chief. But don't you worry, my dear viewer, because I am here to tell you exactly what the sweetest sound in the world actually is. And that sound, my friends, is uncommon nonsense. The new comedy podcast hosted by yours truly, with conversations so soothingly chill and bits so blisteringly hot, it'll have you entranced by the quality banter between a charismatic host and energetic, interesting guests while it burns your feeble flesh down to the bone. The funny bone. So if you like the sounds you're hearing and you're sick of podcasts taking themselves too seriously, then Uncommon Nonsense with Colin Payne is the show for you. Trust me, I don't take anything too seriously. Not even this. The entire time I've been recording this ad, I've been playing a janky recreation of Flappy Bird. You guys remember that? The iPhone game? Taking off the app store? Anyway, get your funky junk over to youtube.com slash uncommoncolinyt and subscribe. Or give us a listen on Spotify by searching Uncommon Nonsense with Colin Payne. Or clicking the link in the description. We upload new episodes every other Thursday, so we'll catch you then. Now back to Not This Ad. I'm going to head down to the fishery. Go to the fishery. Oh, I'm, I, I can drop the voice now. I don't need that voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you head down to like uh, a building, the situation on on, on the on a big river. Um, it's not huge, but it's like maybe, I don't know, 30 feet across that uh, your town is seated on. Uh, and there's a building set up there. 
um, they kind of have this system uh, where they let the river do most of their fishing for them, uh, where they have like nets and traps set up along the banks and out in the waters. And uh, yeah, so you you head there. It's it's pretty. There's not a lot of maintenance done on this building. They built it once, and they just kind of like are gonna let it sit until it no longer functions. It's like the same three people that have been working this thing for like ever. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And they provide pretty much all the fish for your gathered and, reputation. Yeah, for your village. Good fish. Um, the fishmen. The fishmen. The fishermen. Fishermen. <laughs> Um, go ahead and roll me a d20. 11. 11. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a d4. 3. 3. And then a d6. 1. All right. Wonderful. Okay. So as you are approaching the fishery, uh, what are you heading there for? I'm going to grab some fish for dinner tonight for my mom and I. Okay, wonderful. So as you uh, approach the fishery, you uh, are going to try to get some fish for dinner. Uh, you walk in, and as you walk in the building, like you don't really see anybody, uh, but you know that, honestly, there's rarely, there's rarely people inside. They're usually out back. Yeah. Yeah, so you probably you walk through, uh, and there's two guys – they're older. They're sitting on the dock. They're looks like they're reeling in a net. I'm gonna go up and talk to the main, the main fisherman. He's he was really good friends with my dad. They were about the same age. Awesome, awesome. So, so go talk to him. And you guys talk to him, and he's like, Eliana, <laughs> it's good to see you. It's good to see you, buddy. What can, what can I do for you? How you doing? How's your ma? Uh, we're managing. I'm gonna just get the regular salmon. Did you, did you get some salmon? Mm-hmm. All right, you guys working up a dinner? Yep. All right, well. Wednesday night dinner, salmon night. <laughs> naturally, naturally. You know, there's nothing like a good salmon on a Wednesday night, for real. Uh, <laughs> you just can't beat it. You just can't beat it. And your ma's cooking is top tier, top oh, tier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Patricia's been meaning to come by and check on her. I'll let I'll let her know that you guys stopped by, that you stopped by for some salmon and uh, maybe she'll stop in and check on your ma. Mm-hmm. Great. So here, yeah, let me, he, he leads you back inside. He's like, let me get this packaged up for you. Uh, do you need it clean? Do you need it prepared? Or your mom? Yeah, if you don't that? mind. She's yeah, feeling sure. kind of down today, so I don't think she she has the energy to even put that much effort into no, it. No, say no more. I got you covered. I got it. So he takes it over to a little slab, and it's not like, I mean, this thing has been used for years to fillet fish. Ooh. It's 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 been it gets wiped off. It's well got washed seasoned. down. Yeah, it's well seasoned. <laughs> exactly, best way you can put it. So he takes out a big old knife and he does the filleting. I don't know how much detail I got to get into here, but he <laughs> puts a cut behind the gills and down the back and the belly, and he separates the fillets and he gives you two fillets of salmon. Good to go. And he's like, all right, well, uh, you know, I'll give you one on the house because, that's, you know, we're family. Well, thank we're you. We're family. I appreciate uh, that. The other one will be like three copper. Okay, here you go. Yeah. Uncle right, Fishman. Uncle Fishman. Yeah. So he pockets Coming it. Coming in in clutch. And then he comes, he gives it, he gives it to you. He wraps it all up. You're good to go. 
Um, and he uh, comes around and gives you a hug. He's like, it's real good to see you. You guys let me know if you need anything, all right? I Does will. not Thank clean you. himself off after, you know, dealing like with the now. fish at all. So <laughs> That's he okay. You a big, I'm pretty used to gross it. Gross hug. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty I'm used to his fishy stuff. hugs. Nice. He's like, you tell your mama, say hi, and I hope she's doing all right. I will, I promise. All right, thank you. And then uh, he turns around and he heads to go back outside and help with the catch. And uh, and uh, he looks over his shoulder to, to see you off, make sure you're doing all right. <coughs> all right, you got some fish, you got some flowers. Where you want to go now? I'm going to go ahead and head back to the back up the village to my house. All right, you're going to walk back to your house? But as I'm stepping outside, I hear an erratic, crazy man <laughs> shouting about something in the streets. So I go over and see what the heck's going on. Right. You hear you hear a crazy person. He's lobbing like lecture at someone or yeah. something. There, so He's a pole old, pit preacher. <laughs> old <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, he he used to be a preacher, but he uh he lost his title long ago. He's kind of like the town loon now. Oh, but great. he's uh he's just he's outside definitely a loon. of the the sort of general store area. And uh, as soon as he sees you, he points a gnarled finger directly at you. Oh god. And he's like, You You're that you're that adventurous kid, aren't you? Yeah, you know what happened to him. And here you are just out and about causing your trouble. All he ever brought was trouble and that's all ever you'll do. I try my best to ignore him because I know he's just out of his mind. <laughs> he's definitely But I'm obviously getting very <laughs> He's definitely annoyed. out of his mind. He hacks some black goo onto the ground and uh, starts to <laughs> sort of wipe his mouth. And he, he points at you again and is like, I'll be watching you. I'm sure you will be. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go back to talking to the wall over there? It's so <laughs> so the old man gets definitely distracted and starts yelling at a bug. Yeah, he's a, a, just a random tumbleweed, and he's like, and you, you don't pay your taxes, and, and <laughs> stumbles off into the distance. This man was an, uh, uh, an outcasted guard from a bigger city that existed long ago, and he's just trying to hold on to the <laughs> what the feeling felt like in his head. All right, so uh, as you're walking back, you reach... Uh, you know, kind of the edge of the limits of the village here, and uh, your you see three individuals walking toward you, um, along the path like they had just passed your house, and uh, you try to. I'm I'm sure you as you're walking, you don't recognize them. They look kind of weird. They're definitely not from here. Um. But they're you're, they're young. They're about your age, and you see a leading them up is a mountain dwarf, and he stops in front of you. And says, "Hey, do you know?" And he checks a piece of paper in his hand. Where I can find uh, Eliana? What's your last name? Vixen. Eliana Vixen. Uh, yeah, that's actually me. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Uh, he hands you, he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a thick. Do you know where I can find Eliana Vixen? He, yeah, that's me. He just pulls out a crossbow. <laughs> oh, shit. Aims yeah. it right towards your face. He said, 
he, he said, I don't, the Minotaur, send the regards. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. no. We have unfinished business. And then and you suddenly see crazy hermit he yeah. pulls off a mask and it's just the bull head, like way bigger than the mask. Wouldn't have possibly fit under there. <laughs> and then you're dead, shot dead in the street. Dead in the street. That's, that's, that's the me. end. <laughs> well, it's been a great session. I'm glad yeah, that. Thanks, everybody, we, for we tuning in. Do this. <laughs> no, uh, he yeah. reaches into his bag and he pulls out an envelope with your name across it in an interesting uh, a crest. You can see it. And uh, he says, uh, this, this is for you. And he hands it out to you. Is I've been, this has been, I, I've been tasked to deliver this to you uh, by the, the school armor class. Are you familiar? Yeah. I get really excited. <laughs> Does it have like the wax seal on yes. it? Yes. Yeah, that, that's how you know it's official. Yeah. yeah. I take it from that. him as calmly as I can, but I'm exploding inside with excitement. Okay. Fantastic. So you take it. Uh, he's like, so will, will you be attending in the fall? Oh, definitely. Okay. This was much easier for me than I thought it was going to be. Great. Uh, well... My job here is done, so we will see you at the start of term. You'll okay. see me there. Fantastic. Okay, goodbye. Bye. And then they walk away. <laughs> and I start sprinting weird. to my house. <laughs> <laughs> they, walk, they turn to each other. Well, this weird. whole thing's a little weird. I mean, that's, that's true. But Summer projects. What can you do? Uh, true. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking hate school. <laughs> I'm so sick of this shit. Armor class is awesome, but I fucking hate school. <laughs> I I'm a hill dwarf. I went for I'm once, a mountain dwarf. For once, I want my damn summer off. Right. Well, well, we had summers off last year, but like, well, I mean, now I, I want it again. Right. Well, we only have two more years left. It's fine, but I hate it. <laughs> You're sending me a lot of mixed. Okay, signals. you hear this as they're just like walking away. It's like it was like I can complain, but it doesn't change facts. <laughs> and then uh and so yeah you hear this as they're walking away through town they're they're like oh hey look at this place we're gonna let's we're gonna see what's dog. around exactly they're yeah. like let's get a hot dog yeah um you know a lot of people ask me hey Garmalaxion, master of the arcane, what is the hardest part about being the most badass and handsome wizard in all the nine realms? Well, I'll level with you. It's the legs. I spend all this time and all my components casting wicked sick spells at some fools, and their stupid little legs hop right out of the way of my lightning or some shit, and it really tussles my toadstools, you know? But luckily for you, if you're a sick magic slinging hunk like me, I've found the answer for our conundrums. I've ordered some lovely prints from Oakenthornartistry.com and adorned my walls and all of my lair with some of the most breathtaking prints of hand-painted work from one of the most renowned artists in all the land. And now these silly scrubs are so busy gawking at this luxurious, high-quality, one-of-a-kind finished pieces of quality art, they don't even notice when I slither my little body behind them and blast them into the worm dimension. Now, you may be thinking, 
but I don't need any art for my walls. And I say, you fool! Not only does OakenthorneArtistry.com have wonderful framed canvases or poster-style prints, they also have high-quality enamel mugs for you to sip your devious potions from. Exquisite. So, if you're a U.S.-based trickster looking to stop adventurers in their tracks with some amazing-looking art on your boring, dinky walls, or maybe a mug to get for that special sorcerer down at the local tavern, wink wonk, then click the link in the description and discover magic in art at Oakenthorn Artistry. That's all. And then now you have your flowers, you have two cuts of salmon, and you have your invitation letter to Armor Class School of Martial and Magical Arts, the alma mater of your father. Um, You're very familiar with tales of Armor Class, and as you said, your excitement is peaking. What was a bland, somewhat emotional start to your morning has now fundamentally changed into a crazy amount of excitement yeah i'm also really nervous because i know my mom does not want me to go yeah well now you gotta go tell her yep (laughs) hopefully the flowers and fish will make up for that yeah hopefully we'll see what happens i don't know so um all right so you make your way back home uh you walk through your familiar landscape and uh you approach back to your house so as you are cresting over the hill of the path, you see the uh, outline uh, as you approach your your home once again. What are you gonna do? Do you I have walk any- up to the door and go inside? Do you guys have right. any like farm animals? Uh, yeah, we got a couple. Yeah. Oh, that that sounds wonderful. Yeah, mom already took care of that. Couple sheep. I want a vacation in your home. You can sleep in the pen. Like Airbnb. <laughs> I'll make it world nice. On a haystack. Is, does this world have like an Airbnb? I mean, there's taverns. The hermit runs it. Oh, boy, the yeah. Null, he does not get a lot of business. You want to sleep with the sheep? So you got to rub my feeds. <laughs> You'll be sleeping with the fishes. If you don't, sleep I know the fisherman. <laughs> that fishman puts you in the water. You won't come back. It happens. I've seen it happen thrice. Thrice now. Okay. All right. So you walk in. You see your mother. She's she's like she's prepared the food for the day and like for the next couple days. Um, and she says, "Oh, you're back." She says, "I'm I'm glad you made it safely." Thank you. Here's the uh, salmon for dinner, and oh, here's some flowers oh, for thank you, you that I know you love. Oh my god, that's. <laughs> That's so sweet, honey. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I give her a hug. She hugs you back deeply. Oh. And she's like, I'm so, I'm so thankful for you. You mean so much to me. And I'm so glad that you're here. Oh. Uh. About that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, okay. What do you mean? What do you. I got accepted into armor class like dad did. And I really want to do it. 
there's a moment of silence and she lets go of you and like puts her hand over her mouth. She's like, the air goes still. Yeah. She's like, no, absolutely not. I will not have it. Absolutely unacceptable. You, you cannot, you cannot go. I will not have the same thing happen to you that happened to your father. Absolutely not. Well, I have to learn how to defend myself. You will learn nothing of the sort. (laughs) Your father learned to defend himself. And look what, look, look at the state of him. Maybe I can do better than he No. Oh, do better than your father, a grown man. That's what you should want for your children is to do better. I want my child alive. That's true. I, I, I will not I will not hear another word of it you you can go to your room until you stop talking nonsense oh shit <laughs> and she's like shaking she's she's, room. she's filled right. with rage I'll give you time to sit on it I, there's nothing to sit on okay I'm sorry. You just told me about this dead on. Absol- <laughs> Absolutely. This will not be happening. You will not be t- attending that school. I say we'll see under my breath. <laughs> she don't hear me though. No, she's like completely devolving into, into sobs, like terrified for the life of her child. Yeah. Absolutely. Just done. So now you're in your room. What are you what are you gonna do? What do you what do you think? What are you thinking? I'm trying to think Are you of a like plan. pissed? Are uh, you like I'm I'm pissed, but I also understand. But I think I'm gonna just go for it anyway. Without her knowing. Because I'm gonna forge up a plan for that. You're gonna run away? <laughs> I'm gonna leave her a note, but yeah. Oh my god. Let her know I'm okay. Oh my god. Are you are you doing this now? Are you preparing to do this now? No, I'm just I'm just thinking about how to do it because it's not until a while off, right? Well, you're quite a ways away. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta travel there, and it's not too far off. It's it's about midsummer. There's maybe maybe four to six weeks until the start of term, and so you're familiar with traveling. You know that you could get there, but. You you just know it'll take time, especially for you, who is young. Yeah, I'm going to pull a Mulan and just run away. I'm going to wait until the night, though. Okay. She's asleep. Okay, so you... Uh, <laughs> tell us about this note you're preparing. I'm just... Uh, I'm I'm explaining why I... Okay, what's it I'm say? I'm doing what I'm... Um, Tell us, you write your letter. Write your letter to your mom. What's it say? Dearest Mumsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah. Dear Mom, um, I understand why you didn't want me to go to armor class, but I can't stay here my whole life. This isn't what I want for my life. I want to do what Dad did and make him proud. So I've decided to go. I hope you understand and tell her I love her and goodbye. And I'll be back to visit. P.S. I'll be back to visit. Okay, wonderful. So you've prepared the note. Are you, you've packed your stuff. Uh, 
you are prepared to now leave your home do i t- for do i have horses you your family has a horse i'm gonna take that horse you're gonna take the horse the only horse the from only your mom horse. she doesn't use it okay she always sends me to do things yeah Okay. But now she's gonna have to. Um, yeah. Are you are you going to uh, have dinner with her one last time as she's fixing the the salmon that you got, or are you going to just uh, no? Stay I'm in gonna room? have dinner with her one more one last time. Okay. Just so like nothing's going on. You've got everything prepared. You have resolved on this decision. You have your bag packed. You have the letter written and left on your pillow, and. Uh, you go downstairs to prepare dinner. Your mom sitting basically stone still, very quiet at the at the table, her plate in front of her and a plate across from her for you. And, you know, it's your place. You can go sit down. She's she's not starting conversation. No. Is there anything that you want to say to her in this moment? I just try to change the subject and lighten the mood and just be like, oh, this is really good food. You know, she just gives you like non-committal like, hmm, yeah. And I apologize to her for what happened earlier. I kind of brush it off, kind you know, like I'm not gonna worry about going, but I'm not saying that. Okay, so she says, she just says, I just, I just can't bear the thought of losing you, and then in a way. In the way that we lost your father. Just, I I couldn't take it. Yeah, I understand. That's not going to happen. Nice, nice, uh, n- nice dodge. I like yeah. the way you did that. Yeah. Yeah. So she says, she just nods. She nods at you and she eats pretty much in silence. Um, just like as you're, as she, as her, as she's feeling like how she's feeling as you guys are approaching the anniversary of your father's death and then presented with this information of uh, you being accepted and wanting to go and follow that same path. She's just beside herself in like in a grief that isn't real yet. But the idea of knowing a relative statistic of deaths involved with people who adventure um she does not want that for your life so she's just beside herself so she's just very quiet trying to deal with the fact that that's something that you're saying that you want for your life so it's very quiet and if there's anything else you want to say before you run away from home now would be the time to do it I start talking to her about all the good times we had before our dad died. Oh my my dad died. Like good things to make her happy and stuff to cheer her up and to make yeah. her laugh and stuff. Okay. Is there is there any any particular time that you want to tell her about and talk to her about? Anything you can think of? The time he got like chased around by chickens. The time he got and chased roosters. With- okay. When he was trying to, because they don't like him very much, and my mom always deals with it. Yeah, and she he had to do it one time, and he got chased around, and he he was not happy about it, <laughs> and they were pecking at him. Wonderful, you got chased around by chickens. She's like, she's like, she's smiling now somewhat. And she's still quiet. Thing where she was like, just let me do it. And he was like, no, I can do it this time, and <laughs> it did not go very well. Does it ever with chickens? 
Pickens are vile. They're kind of rude. They're delicious, but they're evil. They can be. Some are sweet, though. Some are sweet. These these did not like them very much. (laughs) Sorry. No. And it's because he was kind of scared of them, weirdly enough. Yeah. Face monsters all day. But it was chickens at the end of the day that freaked him out a little. He's a childhood trauma with chickens. (laughs) Childhood trauma with chickens. That's why he became an adventurer. Yeah. Yeah. End all chickens. Um, <laughs> we eat them every night. That's why. Chicken yeah, genocide. Now, and that's why you guys eat fish now. <laughs> right. That's why we eat fish. It's too painful. Wonderful. All right. So she's in in a moment of uh, setting her current feelings aside. She begins like she's still crying over the whole situation and the weight of it all. But she uh, she sets those feelings aside and she's like laughing with you briefly. And like, she's still got tears coming down her face because the good memories, the bad feelings she's having. Uh, but it's a sweet, it's a sweet moment. And, uh, you know, eventually you guys finish dinner and she says, well, uh, it's, it's been a long day. Uh, I think I'm going to go to bed. Okay. And she, she stops at the, like the bottom of the stairs and she turns around. It's it's pretty routine that like, you know, she takes care of the home, but you, you'll handle the dishes after dinner and stuff mm-hmm. like that. She stops at the bottom and she turns around and she pulls you into a big hug. And she's just like, I just, I just love you too much, you know? And I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't bear it. And she kisses the top of your head. And then she turns and goes, she goes up to bed. Okay. Now I'm going to go ahead and take care of the dishes and clean up even mm-hmm. more probably just to be, you know, extra nice as okay. I'm leaving. And then I'm going to go ahead and wait a little bit until I know she's asleep in my room, you know, and yeah. head out, grab the grab my stuff. I'll probably leave the note on the kitchen table because that's okay. where she goes first in the morning is the kitchen. All right. Note on the kitchen table. You've got your bag with your belongings, your father's broken bow. Um, and you, as you stand on the threshold of your door, you look back and you take in the setting of your, of your childhood home, the kitchen area. You see your, in a, in a, bit of a flashback you see your dad sitting at the table um whittling a stick and you see your mom uh at the kitchen sink and they're laughing together and um you see yourself uh with one of the whittled sticks that your dad has made for you uh and you're like swinging it around like a sword and practicing and he's cheering you on and they think you're probably like five or six at the time and it's a, and he's like teaching you small things for, you know, for you to one day follow in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing but happiness here. And then you turn and you walk out the door and you close it behind you. We're on a journey to discover what we're made of in a world that we don't Beginnings to the grandest of adventures to show The future is calling our names And we will cross that horizon into brighter days We will stand in the face 
Ladies and gentlemen, that once again brings us to the end of our episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Next week, we will be spending a day with Renduin Locke, the half-elf son of a illustrious business tycoon. Once again, we are super pleased to be putting out this content and sharing the world of armor class with you guys. We hope you are enjoying it. Um, if you do have any comments, please feel free to give us some feedback on, on any of our social media. It can be found in the link tree in our podcast description or pretty much anywhere. If you're really enjoying the podcast or these characters or dare I say any of our voices, consider checking out our Patreon. We have lots of bonus stuff and it starts at just $5 a month. Otherwise, if you want to participate, give us that like, that subscribe, that rate, review. All those things are hugely beneficial to the podcast. Thank you once again for tuning in. We really, really appreciate you being here. It genuinely means the world to us. And with that being said, I have nothing left for you. Don't forget to do your homework and stay out of the tension. See you next week. Thank you.